Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name's Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz, Chris Bizignan. Well, it's that time of year, folks, where speculation runs wild. And, you know, look, we're going to put together a podcast today that talks about the Giants' unrestricted free agents. But a couple other things happened in the news this week with the Giants that we'll bring up first. First, uh, Isaiah Hodgins gets signed, and to no one's surprise, he had a great year. What a great find by the team. And uh, more recently, uh, Daniel Jones changes agents, and now social media is uh, losing their collective minds, and speculations all over the place. And yeah, look, guys, it's um, we'll get into it. It's it's a there's no news going on in the NFL, and sometimes things happen. And <laughs> Chris and I were just talking about it before we went on just now that guys change agents. It, it's happened before. Sometimes it could happen to maybe you know, jumpstart the negotiations more or, or get a deal done sometimes because the guy wants more money. But, you know, this is all up in the air right now, guys. So, uh, Chris, were you were you surprised that uh, when you heard that about Jones changing agents? No, I mean, uh, it happens. It happens to all, all the major sports. You'll see guys at negotiation times, maybe doesn't like the way the ha- their agent's handling it or whatever it might be, and, and they'll go to another agent. It happens, it happens a lot. There's nothing shocking. It's not newsworthy in my opinion i mean it's newsworthy as far as okay jones switch agents and negotiators okay now you know after that it's speculation time oh he did it because uh, he uh, you know there's one report floating out there he's asking for 45 million a year i don't know where that came from i know it came from pro football talk um i didn't hear anything like that but that doesn't mean it didn't happen he has to be digging more we'll, we'll find out hopefully i find out a little bit more but if daniel jones was asking for that jerry for 45 million a year he's you know, that could be the reason why his agent got fired. <laughs> because if his agent did approach Shane with that number, um, that's pure insanity. Right. So I right. do not know that. We'll find out down the road. Um, but look, we don't know exactly why Daniel changed ages. Hopefully we'll find out. Everything else yeah. is just speculation. There's no fact out there that he changed ages because his agent was asking too much money. Daniel thought he was nuts. Uh, you know, Don't forget, his agent just go... Take a back and forth to sure. your own client, too. You know, but if he's going to ask him $45 million, he's going to let Daniel know about that. You know, so maybe the, con- maybe the negotiations weren't running smooth with Joe, and Daniel felt it was time for a change. Maybe Daniel's numbers, you know, the agent's telling him, oh, no, those numbers are ridiculous. I'm going to keep asking for this number. Daniel says, you know, there's a conflict of interest. That I, so they, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. That is a reason why he changed it. Uh, but as far as numbers, everything's speculation right now, you know. Uh, so we'll find out down the road how it goes. All I heard, all I heard about from like last week was that you know, they're not the Giants are not worried about Daniel. They're not worried about these negotiations. They fully expect to get it done. Now there's obviously a new wrinkle with the new agent. Um, he went to this, I think, after yeah. the first agency, um, which has a pretty good record too of getting things done. So we'll find out, man. But everything else is just, you know, anybody putting numbers out there. Yeah, let's they're talking to John Mara. What a new agent, you know, or Daniel himself. I wouldn't take too much, you know, I wouldn't take too much into it. Yeah, so hey, yo, Chris, we'll even if out. he asked for forty five million, maybe it's to get them to thirty eight, thirty seven. I don't know. Like that that's listen, I'm not saying he asked for it, but I'm saying even if he did, maybe it's to get the Giants to move up a little. Like it's just all part of the negotiation. Like I I read this stuff and it's like, okay, I I don't know. I have no idea. Like I'm I'm not going to freak out over it. And I would think, well, if he really thinks he's worth $45 million, he's going to be quarterbacking somewhere else next year. Just They're not going to pay him $45 million, I don't think. But maybe it's to get them to the high 30s, like we kind of thought. Like, 
we said what a couple weeks ago 35 million was probably the right number but is it 37 38 maybe I, I don't know but like you said man it's all speculation and this is the time of year where all that crap happens man you just got to kind of go with the flow and and just not lose your mind over rumors yeah look you know before we get to daniel and saquon we'll, we'll cover these other free agents giants free agents today um obviously good news yeah. isaiah hodgins restricted free agent no brainer he signs one year nine something or eight something a guy that's really come on for them a guy that we talked about at the end of the season like there's no question he's gonna be part of their plans yeah. in 2023 yeah. right yep. deserved it he was actually the best receiver <laughs> the yep. last few weeks in a playoff game, sure. everything, right? Um, so that was a no-brainer type deal. Uh, Lawrence Cager, a guy they look at as a, a tight end that, you know, hey, could, he could pre- present some matchup problems, a guy we like to work with. He resigns, you know, and, a strict, and, a, and Jack Anderson, a depth guy on the offensive line, he resigns. So um, those are three guys they took care of pretty quick. I think everybody's pretty happy about Isaiah Hodgins, and they're pretty happy about – you know, what he could bring to the I like Lawrence Cager, too, Chris, to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, he's an intriguing guy. I think he's a guy that Dable looks at and thinks they could. Now, obviously, Mike Kafka, he's back. Um, they look at a guy, hey, we could do some yeah. things with this guy. You know, you know, I, I, they look at him and say, okay, we're going to line him up in that slide. Even line him up on the outside. He could present some matchup problems. And I think that, you know, I think you saw that a little bit down the stretch with the Giants and yep. the way they were using him. Obviously, he's not a big inline blocking tight end, um, but he's a guy. Um, I think that when you look at, and I'm not going to, I hate to compare, but when you look the way Doug Peterson used Evan Ingram <laughs> last year, the way he was lining them up. Although I think the Giants look at that and say, you know what, we could do some of that with Lawrence Cage yeah. too, you know. Um, but those three guys sign, and we'll get into the free agents now. And obviously, look, Jerry, we, you, you started touching on Daniel a little bit, so we'll get yep, right into it. it. It'll be co- the three guys that signed, re signed, yep. restricted. Um, so Daniel, look, you could always have the franchise tag, which is thirty-two million, um, and we'll see where it goes from there. But Daniel, what's the ceiling? Well, I can tell you this: I don't see Daniel. Look, he wasn't happy. They didn't pick up his option. No yeah, question about it. Sure. He wasn't happy. So he went out and he proved it, and this and that. Now, is him and his agency, new agency, going to be like, "Well, I wasn't happy, so now I'm going to make you pay more because I wasn't happy"? Well, look, Daniel had a good year. We all know that. But he's not a $40 million a year quarterback. That's it. Bottom line. He played himself to that 33, 35 range in, the, in today's market because there really is no 30 million, 25 million guy range anymore. Now it just no. seems to be 40 yeah. plus. Right. Or 20, 12. You know, or 12 million. There was like a 12 million. It was like. I don't know if it was Tannehill or someone like that. That was it was nothing in between. It was crazy if you look at the numbers. I mean, I think yeah, I think Tannehill's. Maybe it wasn't Tannehill. Like it was not, someone else at that twelve million. Yeah, even no Tannehill was like well, not not twelve. Tannehill was more than twelve, but it's like he was in that lower yeah. range. Yeah. So, but it just seems like to be that high or low. There's nothing in the medium right. anymore. So Daniel being that thirty, I'm sure they'll, you know. Look, these negotiations are tricky, Jerry. You know, it takes yeah. time. It takes time. You know, it's not just, you know, all right, we're going to give it, you, you got to look at guaranteed money, cap hits, all that stuff. It takes time. Yeah. You know, but from what I understand, you know, they're not really worried about getting it done. Like I, but like I said a few minutes ago, now there's a new agency in there and that could throw a little wrinkle and give it, stall <clears throat> and create, you know, a little more time. But we'll see. I'm sure it's going to get done. The Giants want Daniel. Daniel wants the Giants. 
Now it's just a matter of numbers, you know. So, but as far as the people listening, you know, don't when you hear that number, forty-five million. Look, if I do hear that number down the road, I will put that on Twitter. I doubt very highly Daniel's team went to John and Joe Shane and said, "Oh, well, this is what you know. We're going to start off at forty-five million. I mean, that would be an. Ins- I mean, that would be ludicrous, Jerry. I, and I get negotiations. You always start high, and then you come down and you reach a meeting. Like Julian loves camp during the bye week. Came up. They came in with a pretty high number, and Joe Shane was like, "Okay, we'll get back to you. You know, and that's, <laughs> you know. And then it works its way down. Yeah. You know, and then you and then you come to an agreement. So I'm sure that's what happened. But not at forty-five. I would be shocked, Jerry, if somebody whispered around here. You know, they actually." You know, they did. They, they started at 45 because that would be that's that's Aaron Rodgers type numbers, dude. That's like Mahomes type range. Yeah, that's right. That's not Daniel Jones. Let's not kid ourselves here, man. Let's not get yeah. You. And everybody's saying that the franchise tag. The the problem with that is what is that? 32 million. I think you tweeted, Chris. Mm-hmm. There's no flexibility. Like it's that 50 million cap number now goes to 18 mm-hmm. or whatever the Giants are. Say it's 50 million. Mm-hmm. Now the cap, the rest of it's 18. Like you can't. There's no mm-hmm. moving that number around. Like. If the Giants sign them long term, they can escalate next year's number because the cap explodes next year, like you've been saying. You do a one-year franchise tag, oh, that's thirty-two million. That's it. So the Giants don't want to do that, and obviously players don't like to do that either. So that really, uh, I don't think that's an option, dude. So, well, Jerry, the only way that that'll be that'll happen is they just cannot come to a number, you know, yeah. by March seventh. Yeah, and then you, then they'll tag them, and then they'll work on it. Then they work on. Then they have the July fifteenth to work on another. Yeah. So they don't want to lose Daniel. So, but Jerry, if they're far apart yeah. by March seventh, well, guess what? Joe will slap the tag on him, yeah. and then they'll work on it from there. Look, Joe Shane and the Giants do not want to f- see Daniel play on a thirty-two million dollar tag. Like you just said, it's not flexible. Right. It's against the cap. Right. Where other words, you know, you you give a four-year deal, everything you can work this year's cap, next year's cap, that you know, as it works. And we're going to get into that a little bit with Saquon, who will be next one up, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Um, so nobody wants to see that happen. Daniel doesn't want to play on a franchise tag. You know that, but it's happened. I mean, Kirk Cousins played, I think, three years in a row on franchise tags. You yeah. know? Yeah. So, it, it, but that's not what both sides want to do, but it is their option for the Giants. And then, you know, you slap it on them by March 7th and, uh, you know, and then you work on that, hopefully, long-term deal. And, and look, you know, I don't know what's going to happen to this new agency he brought in. Maybe yeah. they won't come to a number by, by by March 7th, Jerry, you know? Yeah. It might yeah. not. So they might have to do it at first and lift it and all that. So we'll see what happens, you know? Uh, it's 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 not an easy, you know, negotiations when you're talking, you know, 190, 200 million, whatever the hell it's going to be, Jerry. It's, it's not, it's complex, bro. You know, yeah, it's complex. Right. And the Giants have a future here, man. They got to, you know, the cap money, they got to build, they need a ton of players, you know, and all that stuff. So we'll see. Um, You mentioned them. Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Now the rumor was that he was offered twelve and a half million. Um, no, that's a fact. No, that was a okay, fact. That was go. a fact. Yeah. So yeah. where, you know, where do you think that stands? I mean, obviously you said Jones is the priority, but is there because Jones is taking a while? Does it affect Barkley? Do you think? Uh, Jerry, uh, I tell you what, uh, and I'm, we print Sunday, right, Jerry? Yes. All right, so I'm actually going to. I've been thinking about Saquon and his contract and what might happen for a while so i'm actually going to write a little article about it this week about you know what would we do with saquon you know so we all want him back right jerry yes but depending on philosophies and look so i i dug around a little bit you know dude and um and i said you know what let me look at the nick chubb's contract a little bit because nick chubb got an extension a couple years ago 
Mm-hmm. And Nick Chubb's a better running back than Saquon Barkley. Not much better, but he's a better back than Saquon Barkley, okay? And I looked at it, and I looked at his contract, and I see three years, $36 million. He got an extension, 20 guaranteed. And his first two years at a cap hit, Jerry, what, what would you think the first, unless you looked into it already? No, I didn't Take know. a guess. What would you think the first two years his cap number was? His cap hit, Jerry. They probably Take tried a guess. To, They tried to probably make it smaller. I, I, I would think they tried to make that smaller, but then you have the 20 guaranteed. <sighs> the first two years. Don't forget that 20 guaranteed. You could skate around that no, cap number I'm, because he gets that guaranteed money. So try, take take a stab anyway. It's no big deal, but just take a stab. Because I was shocked, Jerry. I was shocked that everybody saw. So thirty six million over three. Thirty six point f- six over three. Twenty guaranteed. Maybe it was. What would bigger. you think twenty twenty one's cap number was? Twenty twenty one. Guess, dude. I'm totally guessing. Fifteen million. Dude, no idea. You ready? Yeah. Four. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Twi- I should have stayed with my original thought. Jerry- Jerry, when when we go when we finish up this podcast, go to over the, over the over the cap yeah. and take a look yourself at his contract. So, because Jerry, I was surprised too, dude. Yeah. Right? Twenty twenty two cap number five. <laughs> this year, boom, fourteen point yeah. five. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget, he got twenty. So I'm looking at that now. I'm not saying, you know, Saquon's cap numbers got to be four or five, but I can tell you this right now, you know, they want Saquon. Yeah. But they don't want that 2023 cap hit to be 11, 12 million. Dude. Right. Or t- Look at me. Even the franchise, 10 million. They don't want that. Yeah. Now they want to extend Saquon, but they want something. Wow. In- now, because of football, inf- I call it football inflation, it's not going to be Chubb numbers. It's going to be higher because, you know, as the years, as the years go on, the numbers get higher. You got the cap going to explode next year and all that, right? Right. So, you know, I'm not talking like 4 million for Saquon this year, five cap hit. Right. It all depends on guaranteed money, how much they give it to them, and then obviously what they could work on the cap number. But the Giants don't want a running back cap number, dude, at 12, 13 million. Okay? Now, from what yeah. I understand, Saquon's asking around that 16 McCaffrey type number. Okay. okay? Now, I don't know. Like, he Look, Jerry, he might get in other ways they could get creative, but McCaffrey's cap number was a pretty good hit. Yeah. Year. Yeah. Uh, you know, between Carolina and the 49ers, the 49ers picked up the rest with it next year for the 49ers, right? So that's a pretty good that's a pretty good hit. The Giants don't want to do that, dude. Yeah. Okay. I so, can't blame them, Chris. I can't blame right. them. And I can, uh, and look, folks, <clears throat> I think me and Jerry are on the same page with this. I don't blame them. To me, do I want Saquon back? He's a dynamic player. He's he was most of the offense last year. A lot of get, yeah, no question, but. I got to be honest with you, man. I don't want him back at $13, $14 million cap hit. You kind of hope the way they do it is obviously, well, what's his cap hit this year, Chris? Well, it comes out to $8 million, right? Yeah. Okay. Look, every, look, you raise it up every year. I'm not yeah, going sure. to just go, oh, well, he's got to get four first year because of Chubb. No, no, everything goes up every year right. with these guys. So eight, and then next year, you know, the cap going up 10, and then he gets the big one maybe in 2024. You know, and it goes up to 16 or something like that with the cap, you know, all that stuff. But they're going to have to work this out, man, because Joe Shane, you know, he's only, they're going to go to a certain number, Jerry. Guaranteed number-wise, cap yeah. hit-wise, prorated, yeah. all that crap. You know, I'm no mm. cap expert. I just know a little bit of, you know, whatever. Right. And right. anybody who claims to be a cap expert, well, I don't know, man, because just when you think you figured it out, dude. 
Yeah. There's all kinds of crap spun in there, and, you know. At, you know. Yeah, the, so, da- the Dallas Cowboys have proven that I know nothing about the cap because I, they can seem to sign whoever right. they want. Right. I yeah. mean, I mean, unless I'm sitting there with Kevin Abrams and he's explaining everything the way I, I'm not going to be some expert. You know what I mean? Right. Kevin Abrams, uh, they, they're the experts. <laughs> okay, yeah. they know exactly yeah. everything about these damn caps. Yeah. You know, so. It's going to be interesting with Saquon because, like you said, dude, they got to get Daniel done. That's their priority. He's Daniel. He's quarterback. That's yeah. their priority. And then Saquon, too, they got to get in there. Now the tag is available if Daniel gets worked out. You know, $10 million. They, they don't even want to go $10 million with the tag. And, that's, and on, on top of that, you know, of course, you could always slap it on him and then you work on a deal with Saquon. But Saquon, he will play on the tag. I don't think he will pull a levy on Bell and hold out. I don't think he'll ever do that, Saquon. Okay. But he's not going to be happy either. No. But what's the numbers? So it's it's amazing, dude. Um, you go to the playoffs one year, and your two guys, Jones, played really well. Saquon was basically, uh, a lot of games was the whole offense, you know, and the yeah. offense ran through Saquon. Uh, now you got these problems uh, that Joe Shane, because, you know, you have to have some cap money because the Giants have a lot of needs, bro. No, yeah, and and doing and doing a franchise tag really on either uh, would inhibit bringing guys in and, and building that around them. Like that's what you got to do. Like these guys were the main reason that you got there, but now you got to give them more talent because all season long we said it's the Jones and, and Barkley show, and that's it. But you got to be able to add around that. One good th- before we go into the other free agents, Chris. The other good thing I should have brought this up was we we retained our coaches. Thank God, and we got stability there. Right, yes. like yeah. that has to help too. Now that has to help with negotiating with Jones, like, look, man, you're going to have an offensive coordinator again for the first time in your career. You know, Wink Martindale comes back, and all of a sudden I'm even more excited about that defense. So, anyway, I just wanted to bring up yeah. that the coaches stayed. No, I'm glad you brought that up because I totally forgot that Kafka and Wink are now going to be back. You know, the developments for the last week, you know, Wink didn't get the job, and obviously Kafka, uh, they went with the Eagles, you know, Jonathan Gannon, which, I, man, I was a little surprised by that, dude. They went with a defensive guy, but they thought highly of Gannon. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the other one in Indianapolis, that wasn't a surprise because they're no. going to draft a quarterback yeah. and they're going to want a young guy, head yep. coach like Shane Stetson to, to develop him. So that wasn't a surprise. Yeah. Um, but Arizona was a little bit because Gannon kind of came in at the last second there, right? Which is why, <laughs> look, folks, at this time of year, don't drive yourself crazy looking at Twitter or something. Because remember, Jerry, like, a week before the Super Bowl, five days before the Super Bowl, it was Kafka and Lou Anamorbo. There's our two finalists. It's yep. going to come down. There. And then all of a sudden, well, we're going to bring in Jonathan Gannon too, you know? And right. then boom, right. Gannon right. gets the job like like, like 30 seconds after the Eagles lose the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah. So yeah. just don't go crazy over the spec. You know, things change all the time. So so that was a little bit of a surprise because of the Kyler Murray situation. I thought they would go with an offensive guy. I thought maybe they'd go with, I thought they might go with Mike Kafka. I thought they yeah, you know, but they did. Yeah, totally. So. I, th- I thought so as well. And, and to yeah. be honest, the rest of the league looks at Gannon a lot with a lot more respect than Philly. Philly was happy he's gone, at least from right. the fans. Right. Um, but I, that's another thing, dude. They lost two of their coordinators. That's got to sting them a little bit, yeah. right? So, Absolutely. Anyway. Yeah. 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 So, look, it's a double win. It's a triple yeah. win for the NFC East and especially yeah. the Giants because the Eagles lose the Super Bowl. The rest of the NFC teams like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Especially giant fans, especially cowboy fans. Right? Everybody outside of Philly likes that. Well, yes. Everybody else Philly likes that, and <laughs> yeah. then they turn around, they lose their defensive coordinator, and they yeah. lose their offensive coordinator. Right. So they got to replace those guys. And here's the bottom line, Jerry. Even if it's in house, I don't even mm-hmm. know what Nick Sirianni has done yet. But even if they're going to be in house, right? Yeah. They think it's going to be in house. I'm sure it's going to be in house. Yeah. Um, but dude, it's still it's not those two guys. Right. Right. It's, Each guy um, comes in with their own philosophy. You know. Yeah. 
It's the Sheridan right. replacing Spagnola, right? right? Oh, we went in house. That right. was a disaster. How was that? How did that work out? Right. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So OCU I mean, when you're OCU when you're a left camp. Yeah. I, I remember back <laughs> in the day when the Giants were Rod Rust. Oh. You know, Mr. Cover Two, Read and React. You know, yeah. and were, the defense was a joke. Or Al Al Groh even, who was a good coach, but replacing Belichick. Forget it. Forget. So it. you know, so you don't know how these guys are going to respond yeah. under fire. When you got to make a call because it's third and two on your twenty yard line, and you got to what? What are you going? What, what kind of defense are playing here? You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't know until they're until they're in the hot seat. So that's a so that's a plus as far as you know, kind of hurting the Eagles. Yeah. Losing coordinators, yep. losing the Super Bowl. Very down. I played. Listen, Jerry. <laughs> I got to tell you this quick story. Quick. Yeah. I played. Chris, golf. hang on. Chris, hang on. We're gonna take a break and then tell me the story, guys. Hang on. You're listening to the Giant Insider podcast with Chris Bizignano and Jerry Foley. Hang on, guys. And we're back. Folks, you're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris, Nobody Beats the Biz, Busy Nano, and Jerry Foley. Go ahead, bud. Yeah, so uh, just a quick story. I played golf last week, and this kid comes out. I don't know. You know, guy, the guy jumps in with us, and um, he's from Philly, the kid. Nice kid. Actually, a nice kid. Yeah. And I didn't know. Actually, the kid, it was weird, Jerry. The kid didn't even sound like he was from Philly. You know, he sounded like he was from New England. So I, anyway, he was like, he starts talking, and I, he starts talking, and, and he's like, I said, where are you from, dude? He's like, oh, Philadelphia, you know? And I go, oh, you know? So I go, <laughs> Uh, no, no, I wasn't being a wise. I was just no, like, no. you know, how, yeah. are, are you into sports? Are you, he goes, yeah, you know, so, man, you freaking Eagles. He goes, I said, how, you know, how you how you people doing? You know, I, I mean, he goes, let me tell you something, Chris. He goes, man, he goes, the organization. He goes, everybody, from what I understand, he goes, everybody in that, the Eagles building, he goes, the fan base, the whole, he goes, we're still in depression. He goes, we still can't believe we lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, you know, dude, I said, dude, that's a tough, I, I hear you, man. You know, he goes, ah, he goes, he goes, the funniest part, Jerry, he goes like this, he goes, he goes, that's three losses in the last five months or something. And I go, I'm saying to myself, three yeah. losses, what the hell is he talking about? You know? Yeah. I go, what yeah. do you mean three losses? I said, I know the Phillies, you know, and he goes, Oh, we have a soccer team. And I'm yeah. like, oh, dude. I, I said, dude, I got to be honest. I didn't even yeah. know. I, I didn't they're, even know. They're, they're, they're into the union, dude. They're into I the had union. No idea. Almost so. as much as the Flyers, I would say. Right. So, are yeah. they? Oh, I love it. Love wow. the union. Yeah. Crazy. So, Jerry, I didn't even know that, Jerry. I had no clue. None. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know what the hell he was talking about. He goes, a soccer team, the MLS. I'm like, yeah. They win the championship. They lost a tough one. I'm like, oh, dude, I got to be honest. I didn't know that. I said, okay. So, you know, yeah. I wanted to say, yeah, what do you expect from your city? You know, <laughs> you know, so anyway, <laughs> anyway, so he was just saying about, you know, he lives in Philly, dude. So he's there. The papers, the feeling. Yeah. And he was just like the organization because everybody's just like, like somebody just kicked this. And now you turn around, you lose your two coordinators and you're going to lose a bunch of guys in free agency. And yeah. it went from, it went from well, this guy's going to make a serious run until like, oh, we'll see what happens now. You know what I mean? So, yeah, right. So right. that's the way, that's the way how quickly it changes in this league. Yeah. Um, so Saquon, like, let's go back to Saquon, Jerry. What are you looking at? You know, um, three years. Is it going to be franchised? They want to keep him, no question about it. Mm. But there's going to be a number with Joe Shane, dude. There's yeah. going to be a number. And then they might, might have to stop him with that franchise if Daniel works out. You know, and so it's gonna be it's gonna be fascinating to see how this works out, bro. We've talked about it, um, and there'll be all kinds of theories and all kinds of stuff going on Twitter and social media. Oh, look what's happening here, and we'll find out, man. Do you have a prediction? You don't have to get it if you don't want to. I think Daniel will get. Look, I, I think the tricky one, Jerry, is gonna be Saquon. Yep, I do. Yeah, I, I went from I think Saquon will get done before. I know Daniel. it's getting trickier until too, now. Yeah, because Daniel's getting, you know, they're going. You know, we'll have to work. I think Saquon's going to be tricky. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to do a little article this week for the Giant Insider. I'm going to kind of do like the pros, you know, the 
pros and cons, you know, yeah. how you could have a view, you know, a view of, hey, I don't want to run it back 13 million. Or you going, yo, look, this guy's a difference maker. He's got to get McCaffrey number. You know what I mean? Right. Now, let me ask you this, Jerry. Seriously. I mean, this, you know, and we love Saquon. He's a dynamic talent. But let me, I, I, like, I asked a few people this, and, it, you know, Giant fans, dude, that I've been with. And, and they're like, well, you know, I'm going to ask you, Jerry. You know, I'll put you on the spot a little bit. Do you think <laughs> he's better than Christian McCaffrey? Do I think he's better than? I think he's right with him, Chris. I, I, I think he's right with. I, I, if you said to me the Giants just traded Barkley for McCaffrey, I would go okay. I, I wouldn't feel either way, to be right. honest with you. Other than cap number, forget throw the money. No, no, out forget the, the money. I'm just talking about on the field wise. Do you think he's better than McCaffrey? I, they're almost they're almost so identical. I think they're I think they're the, I would put him in the same exact category. You would even him out. Yeah, I would. Wow. So then you would give him that type of number then. GM, GM, no. like Jerry Foley, GM right now. So no, no, because it's that's that's what's different, Chris. Because we need so much else. We don't have Debo. We don't have other guys on this team. Right, right. So I can't do that. Exactly. So if you're asking right. me that, that because is, of what else yes. we have and how much we right. need, I don't do it, dude. That well, that's a very to me that's a very intelligent answer. Where you say to yourself, okay, you don't put your heart into it and say, okay, that's sick. We gotta get whatever he wants because he's sick. No, I mean, because no. like you just said, you don't have a Brandon Ayuk on your team. Right. You don't have a Debo Samuel on your team. You don't have right. an AJ Browns. You don't have a Devontae Smith. Right. Uh, you don't. Have, you know what I mean? All that. And we don't. We don't have their linebackers. We don't have like. Uh, there's so much we need. Right. So, you know, that's what's into. Like, it's not like the Giants are kind of set. Right. And then the cap's going up. Hey, you know what? You know, we feel Saquon's on that McCaffrey level. We could get. You know, me personally, Jerry. Uh, no, I, I don't think he's a Christian. I think McCaffrey's slightly better. You know, okay. I, I do. Slightly, mm-hmm. slightly. I think, Nick, like I said earlier in the podcast, I think Chubb's a better running back. You know, um, because if, if anybody goes, well, oh, no, you know, Saquon's better than Chubb. Saquon's better than McCaffrey. Saquon, but then you got him as like the best back in the league. I don't have Saquon as the best no, back. No, he's league. a different type of back than Chubb, too. You know, he's a, you know, I, I don't. So you got to yeah. pay him, you know, and all that. Now, I understand, you know, numbers go up every year and all that stuff. But look, dude, Saquon is a. Is a, is a face, face of the franchise. He's a great kid. He's a kid you wanted to lock him. He's a kid you want to go forward with. But like I'll say it again, Jerry. What's the philosophy like? Or how high will Joe Shane be? Right. If Chris Bizzick now is a GM, dude, I have a certain number for running back. I'm sorry. Right. No, you should be. I'm you sorry, should. man. You should. I mean, you just saw a Super Bowl with, I I, with Isaiah Pacheco was a seventh-round yeah. pick. And he led the yep. team in rushing. And he was – now, I'm not saying, you know, oh, you could just replace Saquon. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it's be for the right GM Chris Bizignano, I go to a certain number, Jerry. Yeah. And I'm not even sure I do the franchise. Now, I might do the franchise at first, Jerry, and then try to work on the contract. And if it can't get done, I lift it, and then he's a free agent. You get what right. I'm saying? Right. And right. nobody wants to see that. This is Saquon. I love Sa- Look, I know Saquon a lot. I love him. Yeah. He's a great. Kids been great with me forever. <clears throat> for the three out of the five years I've been in the locker room with him because of two because of COVID, you know? Right. He's a great kid. I love him. But dude, it's a business, right? And how you know what do they value? You know how high? That's going to be the question, bro. And I mean, and look at the other out. side. Look at the other team. You got Gainwell, Scott, and Miles Sanders, right? What are they making? You know, like, and they uh, three points winning the Super Bowl, right? So, it's tough. You you, you got to have it's a certain tough. amount, like you said, and that's what you give them. And if he goes above that, it's well, you know, we we can't do that. We need we also need too much around him, around Jones to build around him. So, it sucks because I love Saquon, but you you can't. You got to be smart. We can't be. You can't, like I said, you can't do this with your heart. Speaking of heart, Jerry. Oh, I was just, you took the line out. No, man. no, no. Whoa, what? 
Next you, guy up. Speaking of heart. No, no, no. Hold on one second. Okay. No, no, not the Giants. Speaking of heart. Okay. So, you know, this is the time of year, mock drafts. You see everybody. And yeah. I forget which guy it was, dude. But somebody had Michael Mayer hmm. mocked to, was it the Eagles? Yes. Dallas? Number 10 overall. 10 overall. Yes. Who's 10? The Eagles, right? Yes. I saw that go, hope Chris didn't see this. Jerry, I saw the mock draft. And I saw, so or was, I thought it was the, I thought it was the Washington. I, maybe you're right. Anyway, no, so it was, it was somebody in the East. It was somebody yes, in the East. Ten. I, went, I went like this. I said, oh no, please, 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 no. Please don't let him go to anybody in the East besides the Giants. <laughs> please. I know. You know what I mean? I don't want to see that. I love that kid. I'm like, imagine if I got to see him in an Eagle uniform, dude. Oh. I was like, please. I, I was like, oh my God. Not to mention the double tight end sets with Dallas Goddard, oh. who is getting becoming a ridiculous tight end. Oh my, oh my God. God. Anyway, it's mock. You know, this yeah. is the time of year everybody mocked your ass. I get it. But I just saw that one dude. Uh, same. And I was like, my mouth dropped. I'm like, oh, please, God, no. Please, no. <laughs> it was know, not him. I don't care where Michael Mayer goes. You know what? I'll even live in Washington, Jerry. I'll live in Washington. But if he somehow winds up in Dallas or Philly, I'd be like, oh, my God. I would be devastated. And Philly would worship him. They would love him. Worship him. Like they did with Zach, you know. Starting to with Goddard, man. Some of the catches he made in that Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Dallas Goddard. So anyway, oh. I just wanted to mention that because this is that time of year. So no, I was going to say, speaking of speaking heart, of heart go ahead, go and ahead, guys shoot. you love, yeah, yeah, this is a tough one, dude. Yeah, our boy Sterling Shepard's a free agent. Yep, yep. So I could tell you this: that Shepard's ahead of rehab. Um, so Jerry, what are you looking at with Shep? Well, you're looking at another one-year deal. Yeah. I mean, are you telling me right now, right, dude, that you bring him back at a one-year, one point one million dollar deal, you don't do it? Oh, I would do that, sure. In a second, dude. Absolutely. He's a yes. he, look. I saw Shep before the getaway day today after the you know the the playoff loss. Everybody packed their bags and getaway yeah. day and all that stuff. And I saw him before the Eagle playoff game talking to him at his locker at his locker, and um, I was asking him, you know, about his, you know, where are you, dude? You know, and yeah. he's like, I'm. He's like, Chris, I'm way ahead in rehab because I fully expect to be 100. And dude, can you after last year? Can you doubt the kid? No. So, and I get the, look, I get the injury things and all, but dude, it's, you know, you're looking at a one year to me, another 1.3, 1.1, they have some cap money. To me, it's a no brainer. You bring a shepherd back. He's not going to go, Jerry, he's not going into the saying, all right, I could get a three year, a $45 million deal somewhere else. You know what I mean? He right. knows that ain't happening, bro. Right. So I expect to see Shep back and something along the lines of a deal like that. The next one up. Uh, you? I'll go. I, I, if, if it's that kind of a deal, absolutely bring him back. Nothing more than that. One year deal, like you said, one point one million, something like that. If he wants more than that, then it's all right. It, we, you know, we, we got to be smart again. Can't bring everyone back. But if it's a deal like that, I'd bring him back. Yes, sure. Yes. And also, uh, he has a future in the organization. You know, I, I want him around. It. If he wants yeah, it, yep. you want him around. Uh, the next one up is Darius Slayton. Hmm. I, I'll go first on this one. Go I ahead. say let him walk because now we're getting to the point where like, all right, we brought back Hodgins. Now we're bringing back Shepard. All right, now we're going to bring back Slayton too. All of a sudden, it's like, well, we're bringing back the same receiving core. Like, Slayton's okay. He's a nice player, like you say, but yeah. honestly, he's a fourth or fifth. And we need to upgrade the position. Yeah. He's going to want more than probably a one-year, I would think. Exactly. Um, he did lead – what, he led him in yards per catch and 724 yards, two TDs. That's not enough. Let him go. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Darius. I think there will be a market 
for a few teams, I think they'll bring him in. You know, yeah. obviously not stupid numbers, but I think they'll somebody will go out and give him a couple of years. You know, somebody looking for that third receiver type deal. You know, yeah. Um, I don't think the Giants go more than one year, Jerry, one point something too. You know, right. and I think he'll be looking for more than that. So I think Darius will move on. Yep. Uh, this is a tough one here, Chris. Another speaking of heart, Julian. Speaking of heart and things you love. Yeah. Julian Love. This is yeah. a tough one, dude. It's a tough one, but I think they move on because I think Julian's going to get pretty good numbers from somewhere and yep. the Giants are going to be paying McKinney. McKinney's yep. a better safety than Julian Love. He's a better football player than Julian Love. Um, so to me, uh, McKinney's going to get the big money, Jerry. Uh, then you got a couple of young safeties, like maybe Dane Belton's, you know, you got the, you know, even, a, I hate to say maybe not as a starter, but even a Pinnock showed things, you know, last year with Wink, yeah. you know, and then obviously you got the draft or even free agency, got a little cheaper, a little better, whatever it might be, whatever it might be, but I think what's going to hurt Julian is that the fact that they're going to have to sign McKinney. And you're not going to give two safeties real big money, you know? Right, right. Um, so I think Julian will be moving on. And with Dane Belton having one year under his belt, no pun intended, uh, is the drop-off from Julian Love to Belton going to be that bad? Probably not. It's probably going to be very similar. He's going to be a lot cheaper. I agree with you. they got to, they got to sign McKinney. There's no way they're paying two safeties that kind of money. Uh, so unfortunately, would... Love's probably out. Yeah, to me, that would be a little irresponsible paying two safeties big, big money. You know, right. not in today's NFL. So, Next one up, uh, Nick Gates. Uh, this is easy for me. You keep him. He's versatile. He's the, I mean, what he came back from, what a warrior. He's kind of the heart of the O-line. He reminds you of Richie Soiber back in the day. Like, how would you let this guy go? You have to bring him back. Probably better at center than he is at left guard. But I like him as a backup. I like him as a reserve guy you can put in almost all across the line at this point. Uh, I, I think this one's an easy one, Chris. Okay, I what? We'll, we'll, bringing him, bringing him back. As far as what contract? Short, right? short term deal. Short term deal. You would give him one on one. I'd give him, I'd give him a two year deal, two three year deal, even. Yeah. yeah, I think he's earned it. Oh, I look. I, I'm not going to argue that. Um, I would bring him back in another. I know he's. I don't think he's going to get anything from another team for three years or than that. I could be wrong in that. I would try to get him back at a one year. I would want him back. Yeah. I try to get him back in that one year, one point five, something like that. Right. You know, he's coming his second. You know, his second year back from the leg injury. Uh, mm. Nice depth guy, a guy who knows what, what the center position is going to present next year. A guy going to compete for that, for the center position next year. You know. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, I would like to bring Nick back. He's a guy you want in a locker room, um, and a guy for what he's. You know, look, I know it's a business, but for what he's done to get back, Jerry, is incredible. And he gave him pretty decent football. It's not like he yes. went out there and looked like a tomato. You right. know, he gave him pretty right. decent football. He's a yeah. guy that if he doesn't start in 2023, he's a guy, if a guy, you know, if a guy goes down, boom, you got Nick in there. Uh, so I agree with you. I bring him back myself. Um, uh, and, I, you know, I hope he comes back, dude. I got to be honest with you. Uh, I, he's a guy I would think seriously consider bringing him back. No question. All right. Next one. Uh Similar position, John Feliciano. Yeah. What do you do there? You know, Jerry, this is another guy that could play guard and center for you. A guy that gave him pretty decent football. Yeah. At times, not so good. Other times, really pretty good. Yeah. Um, to me, he's this. I have this sh uh, stuff written down here. He's another one-year guy, dude. Another one-year. Yeah, I know. Year, I know. You know, another one-year, 1 1.82, whatever, right around that range. Bring him back. You have a center, you have a guard, you have a rotation. Uh, you have got a depth-wise and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, you call me crazy, dude, but I would try to bring him back for another year. I would. 
Yeah, I think if it's a one-year deal, I think a lot of these guys are – I think it's reasonable. Um, you know, anything more than that, though, Feliciano, it's like we, – we put it this yeah. way. You bring him back, it's fine, but you got to try and upgrade center with, through the draft or, or right. somewhere. Oh, yeah, so, no, no, Jerry, just to clarify, yeah. just to clarify, I'm not yeah. thinking along, well, John's our center next year. No. Right, right, right. Oh, okay. no, I, yeah. We need an upgrade, dude. We, the interior is – look, Glowinski's going nowhere. But center and left guard, we need an upgrade. Right. I'm just saying as far as having well, game day, they dressed nine. I think mm-hmm. I think Dave's dressed basically nine at game day for offensive line, if I remember right. I, maybe sometimes it was eight, but mostly it was nine. Mm-hmm. And to me, guys like Feliciano and Gates, and then you get that swing tackle, you know, that could be, you know, whatever that might be. Well, Jack, um, they just re-signed Jack Anderson, right? Yeah, yeah, which probably will not make the team. Actually, yeah, we'll but see. They yeah. did re-sign it for depth-wise, you know. Sure. Um, but you don't know. But anyway, to me, having that Gates and Feliciano – they're versatile. They could play guard and center. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's why I would keep them. Nice yeah. guys to have in there if somebody gets in. But no, I do. And look, I love Nick. We all know that. But no, I, I don't want Nick starting at left guard or center next year. I'll, I'll let him compete at center. You know, but I'm looking for something, an upgrade, because they got to upgrade this interior line, dude. They have to upgrade the interior offensive line. Right. Agree. Um. All right. Justin Ellis. Right, now we're going to get to some of the easier ones. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs> My last image of him is Jason Kelsey pushing him to the oh. ground with one arm. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you got this kid. Uh, what's his name, Jerry? Uh, the draft pick, Jerry. DJ Davidson. Uh, thank DJ you. Davidson. DJ yeah. Davidson. He'll step in there and be a nice rotation guy next year. I, I like the way he looked at training camp. DJ yeah, before, it's good. Before he went down with the injury. So, you know, yeah. you have a guy like DJ coming back and yeah. whoever else they bring in. Yeah. No, goodbye. Yeah. So, goodbye for him. Uh, Nick Williams. Goodbye for him. I'm guessing it's... <laughs> Unless you... For Very my part. similar. No, to my part, it's goodbye for him. Yeah. I'm guessing it's similar. <clears throat> um, This one's not as easy. Matt Breida. Uh, goodbye for me. Me too. But at least I thought about it for a split <laughs> second. Um, I like what he... I like what he did when they asked him to do it. But, yeah. I mean, if we're talking about even the fact that Saquon's going to go maybe um you can bring you can definitely bring up a bring in a backup running back and that can kind of bring you the same things that Brita did so yeah I thought about it but I'm with you it's like all yeah, right. no, I, I gave it a thought no doubt but I just think no I don't think that I don't see that happen but here's an easy one for me Casey Kreider that's an easy one yep one year <laughs> 825 again yeah um Casey as a matter of fact I was talking to Casey about this um, and he knows he's a one-year guy, you know, every year, one year, one year, you know, he thinks he'll be back again another one year. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, he didn't do anything to show the Giants that he shouldn't be back if, on another no. one-year deal. So I expect him back, Jerry, at 825, nine, whatever it is, one-year deal again. Yep, yep. He's uh, Mr. Reliable, so you have to bring him back. Um, you know, some of you younger Giant fans don't remember the issues we had at Long Snapper, and that was even before Trey Junkin. So, yep. You know, those guys don't grow on trees, the reliable ones. All right, guys, we're going to take a break and get back to the rest of these players. Uh, we're lis- you're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris Bizignano and Jerry Foley. Hang on one second. And we're back. You are listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris, Nobody Beats the Biz, Bizignano, and Jerry Foley. Uh, here's one I struggled with, um, Jihad Ward. Jihad Ward. Um, Jerry, this is a guy I want back. Same. Um, I'll tell you why, because he's a nice rotational edge guy. Yep. Um, he'll give you some quality stats. I think we we saw that last year, right? Absolutely. He's a good locker room dude. Yep. He's good with the kids. Oh, the kids. Listen to me. He's good with the rookies, the young, the young guys, guys, the one, yeah. two-year guys. 
I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Look, you know, uh, as we all know, everybody was back at Lockwood this year, so now you see these things. I've seen it. Yeah. I see the way guys gravitate towards him. Um, I know Dable loves him. I think he's another... No, don't get me wrong, Jerry. I think he's another one-year guy. You try to get back on a one-year. Agreed. 2.1, 1.0, whatever it might be, right around there. Now, yeah. now Jihad might think he's worth more than that. And, and we'll see. You know, this is what free agency is about. But a guy that I would bring back, I think a guy that's a nice rotational guy, dude. Um, and you got to remember something, too, right? Aziz is coming off a very injury-filled season, man. Yes. You know, so you like to have a guy jump in there, you know, a veteran... Sets that edge a little bit. Sets you know. the edge. Exactly what I was... You know, I, yeah, I, I said it. That's, sets yeah. the edge a little bit. Yep. Give, give you a little bit of a pass rush here and there. Um, knows the system. You know, uh, wink and all that. I think that's a guy you like to bring back. And everything you said about Ward is why I'm letting go of the next guy. So I would keep Ward and the next guy on the list. Yeah. I liked I liked the story of O'Shane Zimenez early on, but he really just kind of plateaued the whole season Ward set the edge better, was the locker room guy. Like you said, he was a good influence on the younger guys. Not that Shane Zimenez isn't, but he's a younger guy. I just think you got to do more there. You got to do more on the edge. I would keep Ward. I'd still look to bring someone in off the edge, whether it's in the draft or in free agency. Oh, and I let Zimenez walk. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, oh, Shane is a great story. Yeah. We had him dead and buried. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I'm the first one to admit it. I said it numerous times. I didn't think the dude was going to make it out of camp. Yep. Not only did he make it out of camp, he actually produced. Yep. And then he kind of, you know, he kind of leveled out. Yeah. You know, um, I don't see him coming back. Same. Nor would I bring him back. No, no. Uh, but it's tough because, you know, you, he was a good story and you were rooting for him, but it's just, it's not worth not signing. It's not worth signing him to another contract. Um, here's an easy one, I think, Chris. Tony Jefferson. Yeah, no. You know, veteran, he gave us some snaps here, but no, I, I don't see him back. I wouldn't Same. bring him back. Uh, Jamie Galan. I like, you know, Jerry, if you would have asked me this in week 10, <laughs> week 12, I would have been like, he's gone, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. But I kind of like the way he finished, dude. I kind of like the way he finished up. Um, But I think this coaching staff might, and McGahee might look at those other times, you know, where we're yeah. like, well, so um, would I bring him back, Jerry? I probably wouldn't. Right. I have to Maybe. be honest with you, dude. I probably wouldn't. I think I would look to move on. Um, so me right now, I'm gonna go with a no. Same. I like the way he finished, but there were too many times where you wanted him just to pin the ball inside the ten, even inside the twenty, and it just seemed like he couldn't do it. He's not directional at all. I don't need the guy to be Jeff Fiegels, but I need a punter who can has the ability to do that a little better than mm-hmm. than uh, the the Scottish Hammer. Um, I I wouldn't bring him back. I'm I'm with you. Um. Richie James, another guy who there were times where I was like, oh, my God, get this guy off the team, and then really finished up strong. And then, um, look, he just doesn't have the talent. Like, they have to upgrade receiver. So even if your thoughts are, man, I, I want to give these guys another chance, it's the, the argument all year has been we've got to give more talent to Jones. We've got to put more talent around Jones. And, unfortunately, James is another guy who you have to upgrade, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Obviously, did a lot of good things last year. Did a lot of things that weren't so good. Um, yeah. But, you know what? <laughs> I hate to say this, Jerry, right? <laughs> My lasting image of Richie James is going to be me sitting in a booth in Philadelphia in a playoff game. Yeah. And just dropping it. <laughs> oh, I, I was going to say it. Just yeah. dropping. Yeah, Not that it would have made a difference in the game, but just dropping yeah. that wide open ball. 
you know, where, yeah. where I saw him running that route and I saw the open space and I feel like, oh, this is a touchdown. And boom, you know, um, but look, um, I thought he responded well after going through a rough patch, you know, yeah. but a guy that, yes, I would move on from, I would not bring him back. Yeah, and also, not just that one, I was going to bring up that one, but in, at the game at the Meadowlands where I forget, maybe, I forget who tackled him, maybe it was Gardner Johnson, he tackled him like he was in fifth grade. Like he just threw him, and I'm just like, oh, he's just too small. Like, remember he said, like the, the the giant, the Eagles were just so much more talented, just bigger, stronger, faster, and that's the image I have of him. Like he was a great story, played well against Minnesota, um, but I mean, you got to upgrade that position. And, and yeah, you think about that drop, you're like, all right, come on, we need we need something more there. Um, here's a tough one. I think I struggled over this one. The Fabian Moreau. Mm. Yeah, yeah, something you think about, right? Something you think about. Um... I think they got to they squeeze everything they could squeeze out of Fabian this year, in my opinion. Agree. Um, yep. I thought he did some good things, no doubt about it. He liked to, he likes wing system. He's better in wing system than he was in previous systems in the past yeah. on other teams. Um, but no, I would not bring him back, Jerry. Right, right. Uh, and plus Aaron Robinson. We don't know what we have with Aaron Robinson, but he is coming back. They're going to upgrade a corner. You would think in the I love draft, flot kid, dude. Flot, yeah, love we can't. Flot we kid, yes, we have to remember flot. Nice, nice point. I love this um, flot kid. So there's some younger guys that we already have that it's like hey, he's going to be the odd man out. So and I'm sure Jerry, they're going to address that in the draft or right. or free agency. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, just uh, yeah. Go ahead. Like Jerry, just, just quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the next week, folks, we're going to get into the free agents, NFL free agents. Right. No, but there's a couple of kids, you know, there's a couple of guys I'm looking at quickly. I, I started, I'm actually delving into this free agency stuff now and the draft and all that crap. And there's a couple of guys that you could get, probably get them pretty, you know, not break the bank type corners that are pretty solid, man, that are pretty yeah. decent guys, you know. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting if Shane's aggressive in free agency with corners, or I think he's going to be in the draft, dude, for sure, you know. Yep. Yeah. You know, because Adore's, what, one more year? And you know, they're, you don't you know what's another happening corner there. to begin with, right? We don't, you don't know what's happening there either. Um, here's an easy one. Marcus Johnson. Yeah. Uh, no. I would not bring him back. Um, Landon Collins. Uh, no, I would not bring Landon back either. Same. Made it. His last play with the Giants was the <clears throat> interception for a touchdown. Thank you, Landon. <clears throat> uh, would have liked to kept you the first time around, but you were basically asking for too much money, but good for you that you got it. But, uh, yeah, it's over. It's The Landon Collins experiment's over. Um, Jalen Smith. No, I think we should move on. Yeah, same. He's a guy, Chris. He's so athletic, right? He's such an athletic linebacker, but it's just, it doesn't. It, here's my question to you. I, I always wondered this about Jalen Smith. If he doesn't suffer that knee injury, does anything change about him? Does his athleticism, does his athleticism overtake the fact that he doesn't hit the right hole if he doesn't have that <laughs> knee injury? I'm seriously asking. Uh, you know, I just think it is what it is with Jalen. You're going to get a lot of good snaps, a lot of snaps that, you know, but here's the bottom line, Jerry. They were not good against the run with Jalen right. in there. You know, and he, did he flash at times like typical Jalen? Yeah, no question about yeah. it. Yeah. But, dude, we have to upgrade there. Agree. We have to upgrade. Um, 100%. You know, he's a free agent. I don't bring him back. Yeah. Um, That's a position. And you know what's funny, Jerry? Um, I'm on a radio, uh, a radio show a couple of days ago, and they asked me, hey, Chris, you know, what concerns you, you know, about next year? You know what I mean? Obviously, I talked about the wide receiver. Look, we got to get Daniel. You know, we got to upgrade here in the draft or whatever the hell it might be. Yeah. And and I said, believe it or not, the other one, I said, 
we didn't stop the run, fellas. I no. said, we got to get some linebackers. That, yeah. And guys, you know, we got to get some guys that can stop the run, you know? Because the guys we had last year, I mean, the Eagles ran for what? Two, 250, whatever LA ran for us. Yeah. You know, the Giants gave up, I think, five points something to carry, which was second worst in the league. Yeah. You know? Um, so that's, you know, and Wink was a guy from training camp on, did not like the inside linebacker position. Yeah. They tried it, and uh, look, to Joe Shane's credit, you know, he brought guys in. I get it. You know, he tried to plug it in, but that's a position of need, dude. We can't have teams running 150, 170 yards on you, dude. Yeah. Okay, you can't... You, you, you can't have it, Jerry. Then the Eagles, you got guys at game roll gaining 110 yards on, on two carries, it seemed like. You know, like, you can't have that. And no. that's that's an upgrade I would like to get in free agency because middle because inside linebacker is a difficult position to come in as a rookie. I would love to see that upgrade yeah. in uh, in free agency. And there's so. some guys that are somewhat interesting. I'm not going to get into it now because we've no, got this podcast, but there's a couple of guys. Wouldn't surprise me, Chris, if they're going to spend their money there. So go including ahead. a fellow Paisan. I'm not going to mention him yet. You'll find out next week. <laughs> that's that's very interesting, you know. Uh, guys, yeah. to me, that upgrades. So, uh, yeah. Jerry, that position has to be. Hey, look, dude, i got to be honest with you. I mean, it's early. The draft is in April. Mm. But I'll tell you right now, would it shock me if Joe went with a big-time linebacker inside? That kid, like a kid, that kid from Clemson was phenomenal. Yeah. If, he's a, if he's around at 25, um, no, it wouldn't. Do I think that Joe will probably be aggressive and even maybe move up and get a receiver that he wants? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. But it would not shock me because, you know, listen to what Joe said at that presser when he says, guys, don't think you have to have a number one to win in this league. Because there's right. plenty of number ones. Dude, it was disturbing. I can tell you this for a fact, everybody. It was disturbing to the Giants, Wink, Dable, Joe Shane, how easily the Eagles ran on him. And guess what? The last time I looked, the Eagles are going to be in your division next year, too. Yeah. Unless there's some kind of something, you know, I don't know about. <laughs> right. So, hey, you got to play against you. Look, guys, we're going to be facing Jalen Hurts and these running backs, either Gainwells or whoever the hell else the Eagles are bringing. Like, well, I wouldn't put it past the Eagles to draft that kid from Texas in the first round. Right? They, you know, and so you got to face these guys twice a year or maybe even... The third time, like we saw, we can't have a team that can't stop the run against the Eagles, bro. Right. Agree. So. The only thing you may not see next year, before we get to our last guy, uh, Chris, it, it came out, is you may not see the tush push anymore. Jerry, I don't know who the hell's looking at our Twitter account <laughs> or reading or listening to podcasts, but somebody's watching because I've been pushing for this, bro. Yeah. Okay, that shit's got, uh, this stuff's got to stop. Yes, it does. And I'm not just talking about Jalen Hurts. Right. Everybody's doing it. And I right. shouldn't say everybody, but people are doing it. Yeah. Okay? Where you just line up three guys behind a, uh, a quarterback and push him forward. Or yeah. even, even Jerry, forget about the quarterback sneaks. Even other plays where a running back runs three yards, he stopped. Right? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, here comes four guys pushing him, pushing him, pushing him. Push. I mean, dude, that's yeah. not football, bro. Right. So, it's, almost, it's almost like a rugby scrum. <laughs> I mean, Jerry, this is not rugby. It's football. Right. So I, I think what you saw, with, I think what might change this rule, I'm not quite sure it's going to get changed, Jerry, mm. yet. Yeah. But I think that if it does, it's like basically like the Jalen Hurts rule. Like, we got to stop. This is getting crazy now. You know what I mean? Yes. Agree. Agree. And it's it's not fun to watch as a fan either because it's like, ah, oh, there's, there's no art to it. It's just, well, they're going to get the first down here. There's nothing to it. It's just push them forward. 
And as long as he can hold on to the ball, he's going to get a first down. Yeah, that's I it. Mean, Jerry, I never see anything like it until I seen it the last few years. And you, it's a copycat league. You just see teams doing it left and right, where you just let's line up three guys or two guys and, and push everybody forward. I mean, come on, what are we doing here? You know? Yeah, and you have a quarterback and Hurts who's built like you said, like a fire hydrant. Yeah. So it's so just going to get it every time. For anybody who thought I was insane for saying that, well, guess what? The NFL yeah. is not presenting that. And the rules committee, like, well, what are we doing with this rule here? You know, this is getting a little stupid now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad. I'm glad they're going to look at it. I don't know if it's going to change, um, but uh, I hope it does, Jerry. I, I think it's insane what's going on with these pushing guys forward down the field and you know and all that stuff. And I hope they do change it. I got to be honest with you. Let them earn it, Jerry. Let them earn it. Agree. You know. Yep. And uh, that's Jerry. That's at fourth and one or fourth and a half yard. Mm. And forget about Jalen. It could be Josh Allen. You yeah. know what I mean? That's it's literally impossible. To stop. Yes, it is. Impossible. Oh, Chris, you don't know what you talk about. You never play. Well, guys, I don't know if anybody saw it during the Super Bowl, but J.J. Watt tweeted it right out. Yeah. I think J.J. Watt was knows. He, he was pretty good. <laughs> you know, I, I, he tweeted it right out. That's impossible to stop. You cannot yes. stop it. It's impossible, that play. So, to me, Jerry, I don't think there should be a play in an NFL game that's impossible to stop. And that's right. literally, dude... Impossible to stop. Let him earn it is all I'm saying. And Jalen's a big, strong kid, man. He's going to get it 99% of the time. But three guys behind him, dude, pushing yeah. him forward? Yeah. That's imp- Jerry, that's impossible. Jerry, it could be... Unfair. It could be fourth and two and fourth and a long one. They're still going to get it. And it's probably going to still get it. Yes. Yeah. So all I'm I would saying... Do it on, I would, if I was them and I could do it, I'd do it on fourth and two. I wouldn't care. Uh, yeah. I, I would, if I was Syrian, I would do it all the time. Yep. You know, so I'm sure... You know, uh, when they saw that the league, like, this is getting, like, I've been saying for two years now, this is getting stupid now, you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, I hope they do change it. We'll see what happens. I, I don't, dude, I got to be honest with you. I don't expect it. I hope it does, though. I hope it yeah. does, you know? Dean Blandino, uh, I know he's, uh, I don't know what he does. He's all over it, Chris. He's all over uh, it. I don't know what he does exactly. Uh, <laughs> but I hope him and the rules committee, they do uh, look into changing that. Um, the last guy, a little anticlimactic here, Jared Davis. No. Nice story, but thank you for your service, Jared, but we'll move on. Same problem we had at linebacker. We, we need to upgrade there. We need to upgrade right. linebacker, wide receiver, obviously, and then the inside of that line. So, right. um, But it, it is going to be interesting to see how the Jones thing plays out um, and, and, Bar- and then Barkley, you know? Like, yeah. wow, like, what's going to happen here with Barkley? Now, I'm, not as, I'm not as concerned with Jones yet, like you said, but it, it affects Bar- this all affects Barkley too, so. Yeah, so Jerry, I'm looking at the list, and I think we got all the same stuff. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine guys that we would consider bringing back. Wait a minute, no, I'm sorry, no Slayton's no. I got eight guys, right? What do you got? Seven or eight? One, two, three. I five, had five, five, six, and then, seven. And then the, uh, the the two that were added. Oh no, were, no, yeah, loves a no, loves a no. Yeah, no. So I got seven. seven guys. Yeah, Sterling Shepard and Feliciano. In the paper, I said no, but when Chris poses the one-year deal, I say yes. So there's that caveat. So yeah. Yeah, so, uh, oh, so, so you're yes or no for them? I'm yes if it's a one-year deal. Okay, so yeah. I, so we got like seven guys that we would consider definitely yes. bring them back. Yeah. Definitely bring them back. Yeah, yeah. and we'll say. So you know what, Jerry? Let's keep this list, right? And see we'll hold on to this list, and we'll we'll see what the hell the Giants, if Joe Shane's listening. <laughs> and uh, the other one, the other one that wasn't listed on the, it wasn't listed on the Giants website, but he's an unrestricted free agent. I looked at it a million times, was Vanit, Nick Vanit. He's not coming back, right? <laughs> All right. I don't think so. So he doesn't I mean, get added to the comeback list either way. Yeah, I so. mean, the reason why Cage is because he's a restricted guy. You know, right. You know, he's cheap and all that. Vanit's a 
if I if I if I recall correctly, he's an unrestricted yes. free agent. Yes. Yeah. So no, I don't see him back. Yeah, me too. Okay. I don't. Right. Um, we're gonna have Michael Mayer and Ballinger anyway, so we're not right. gonna need that. You know. Right. That's right. <laughs> so, no, First so. round pick at twenty. He's not even. He's not even sniffing twenty five, Chris. I mean, stranger things have happened, but no, I don't I, see I it. tend to agree with you, Jerry. Ugh. I don't think he's gonna sniff twenty. I think yeah. you know these things. These things flip flop. These draft things up and down. But um, I agree with you, dude. I don't think yeah. he he makes it to twenty. Yeah. Uh, damn. You know what, Jerry? I just too bad we need receivers, dude. Can you imagine if we were kind of set a wide receiver, and then Joe's like, oh, man, we need that big tight end for Daniel. Oh up. my God, Joe will be trading up to fourteen or something yeah. to, to try. Yeah. Can you imagine, dude? So, but we're not at that position, dude. We know that, right? When we know that, so yep. it's receiver. You know, at number one probably line or or big time linebacker. Uh, number one, but Joe knows he's got to get a receiver and a speedy one. You know, there's a couple out there. To, there's one kid with the size that Quentin Johnson, who I really like. There's a kid white who's a burner. Um, so probably well, um, kid from TCU. You like? Yeah, I like the kid from TCU. Yeah, he's a yeah. big boy. I kind of like. He reminds yeah. me of AJ a little bit. He's a big. Addison's boy. the other one that keeps getting pushed to the Giants from USC. So uh, Addison's, you know, and then yeah. the kid. Uh, from Tennessee, uh, the kid uh, Hyatt, who's uh, who's a burner too, you know. So yeah. we'll see what you know. That all depends on their evaluations, yeah, and how they see these kids, you know. So um, I'm pretty sure that's where Joe's gonna head in the first round. So good stuff, man. Um, I'm trying to think of miss anything else this week because uh, it was kind of a big news week for the Giants. Hold on, yeah, let me look at my notes. Uh, nice. Coordinators, Hodgins, franchise tags, the March 7th. Nah, I think we got it all. Free agents. Free agents. Um, March 7th, folks, last day you could put the tag on a kid, on a guy. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, man. It's, it's going to be an interesting two weeks. What are we, Jerry? What's today's date? 20th? Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to March 7th. Yeah. Weeks. Gonna be, yeah, it you is. Know? It's going to be a lot of fun, I think. I'm um, thinking it's going to be fun. Yeah, to see you know, what they do, who gets tagged, and all that stuff. Who's going to hit free agency, who's not, so... Good stuff, man. All right, guys. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, which we print Sunday, it's the uh, free agency primer. Go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.